Would you trust a stranger trying to help you out? Can you turn off your sensitivity to the paranormal world? Find out more on this episode of Dead Roses Podcast. So for my husband and I's honeymoon, we wanted to go to Montana because there was a sapphire mine there and we are big rock hounds. And close by the sapphire mine is Virginia City and Nevada City. And so we figured we would just stay there because I think it's like a half hour or like 45 minute drive from Nevada City or Virginia City. They're right next to each other. And so during the day we would one day we d- we dug sapphires and another day we just kind of walked through Virginia City and Nevada City and just were tourists and one of the days um the first night we were there actually it was nighttime and there's not much of like a a nightlife in Virginia City as you can imagine it's a ghost town <laughs> So after like 9 p.m., you can go to one of the two bars and that's about it. So nighttime rolls around and we had gotten drinks earlier that day, so we didn't really want to go to the bar and we heard something about a ghost tour. So we decide, heck yeah, like we'll go take a ghost tour. That sounds phenomenal. (laughs) So we sign up for the ghost tour and where you sign up happens to be at a bar. So while we were waiting, we got drinks and I think we got two of them for the duration of the tour. And by the time the tour started, I was feeling pretty good. (laughs) I was buzzed. I wasn't hammered or anything, but you know, feeling good. And we're going through this tour and it was really fun it was laid back, you know, we just kind of walk around as sun setting and we go through places where there has been sightings and where people have been killed or just horrific incidents have happened. And so we go through this whole tour and the whole time I'm like, I feel nothing. Like I'm usually a person who's very sensitive to supernatural or paranormal things. And this whole time, I haven't felt a thing. I haven't gotten chills. I haven't seen anything, felt anything touch me, nothing. And so we get to the end of the tour and we're looking down this hill at these creepy old buildings. And she said, this is where people usually feel things like sensitive people can just feel like they should not go down there or they shouldn't look there. And it's because that was a brothel and bad things happened there, of course, like rapes, probably people got killed, you know, just the usual loveliness that happens in brothels. And I'm looking down there and I still feel nothing. I'm like, it looks like an old 
rickety building to me. And my husband, same thing. He's just like, hmm, weird. And so that we wrap up the tour. And I'm thinking, that is so weird. Like the whole time I have felt nothing at all. Nothing paranormal has happened to me. And it's a ghost tour. Like at least one or two people feel something. And I'm usually one of them. And nothing. So the next day we are in the same situation. We're tourists all day. And then nighttime comes around. And there's nothing to do again. And I said, you know what if we did the ghost tour again, but this time it might be different. And my husband's like, yeah, sure. Like there's nothing else to do. And even if it's not different, it's still something to do. And so we go, we sign up for it again. He gets drinks this time from the bar and I don't. And the second time around, I felt things for sure. Like Nothing physical, like I didn't get pushed or pinched or anything like that, but I did get my normal sensitivities, like I could feel things watching me, or I just would get chills in certain areas, and I don't think it's because we took the tour again, because obviously not much had changed but the people, but there was one house where a lady had... I believe she committed suicide um, in the kitchen or something. And the whole time I'm just staring at this house. I cannot take my eyes off of this house. And I just get images in my head. (laughs) Me being a visual person, I'm sure. And I just feel things. Like I can feel the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. And I just want to get out of there immediately. I don't even want to be near that house. Nothing. And the night before, I never felt like that. Like, the night before, it was just another house. So, I kind of found a loophole, like a paranormal sensitivity loophole, where if I don't want to feel things, if I just want to enjoy myself and not be creeped out and not feel anything or see anything, I learned that I just have to have a couple drinks, like something in alcohol... I don't know if it's um, mental or physical. Something in alcohol turns off sensitivity to the paranormal world. And that is really cool and (laughs) bizarre, honestly. But I I think it's a good little trick to know. Like if you just want to relax, you know, you don't necessarily want to go somewhere and feel something. Just drink. Drink. Hi, I just wanted to jump on here real quick and apologize for my voice in this episode. Um, I'm currently getting a sore throat, so that's why the audio is kind of dragging on and kind of hard to hear. But I will let us get back to the story. At the start of our honeymoon in Montana, we were scheduled to stay at a hotel called the Fairweather Inn which is like right off of the main street in Virginia City. And I don't remember what room we were supposed to stay in. I want to say it was like 11 or 13 or something. But I know that we were supposed to stay in the Fairweather Inn. And so when we arrived in Virginia City, my husband and I um, pull around the hotel 
and it's a very old building. Like, it's definitely an original building with not a whole lot of work done to it. Like, you can tell it's been repainted, probably, and maybe some updates that were necessary. Um, but other than that, I mean, most things on it are original, and nothing has been updated, like, especially the furniture and whatnot. Anyways, we go inside to check in and we went through the back of the hotel, which I don't think you're supposed to do. <laughs> I think you're supposed to go into the front side um, off of the main street <laughs> and we got so lost and it took us probably five minutes just to find the front desk. And when we get there, there is a man at the front and he is so sweet he, he's an older man, probably 60s or 70s, and I believe he was from Salmon, Idaho, which is about an hour away from where I grew up, and it, it's really strange, but anyways, so we're talking to this guy, he's super nice, and um, we hand him the papers, because my husband found um, this hotel and made reservations through, like, Expedia or some company like that where you're supposed to get better deals and he looks at the papers and he's like don't ever use these people you know they just charge you an inconvenience or a convenience fee and try to inconvenience you in any way possible just go through the hotels themselves themselves usually it's better and so we're like oh okay you know and just little tips like that to help us anyways um, we tell him what room we're in, and he's like, oh, okay, this room. And we're like, yep, and so he hands us this key, and he's like, it's actually not in this hotel. It's going to be down the street um, a few miles to Nevada City, and it's your own personal cabin, and we're like, really? And my husband is like, no, because I remember I looked at the cabins and they were more expensive. And so we got a room in here where we had to share a bathroom. It's like, no, nope, you're in one of the cabins for sure. And so we're like, okay, cool. So we take our key and we get all settled in our cabin. And we just, you know, go about being tourists, tour the town and whatnot. And on our ghost tour, <laughs> funny enough... We find out that the room with the same number as our cabin, so the room we were supposed to stay in in the Fairweather, is one of the most haunted rooms. And on the ghost tour, several people had said that they felt some creepy things. And the tour guide herself said that one time, like, a man woke up in the middle of the night to a lady at the end of his bed, like, glaring at him, and people hear little kids running up and down the hallways, only to throw open the door and find no children anywhere, or to complain to the front desk, and the front desk says, you know, there are no children in this entire hotel at all, like, no one that's checked in has had children. And so there's at least a few spirits there, and it's just really funny to me because we were supposed to stay in that room, and the only reason we didn't 
is because the old guy at the front desk said he had made a mistake, and I'm using quotation marks, made a mistake so that we could stay in the cabins. And he said he did this purposefully because he didn't like the hotel as much as the cabins. They were nicer and it all just kind of worked out. And he said he did get in a little bit of trouble for that, but it was worth it. And we thanked him. And I just have always looked back on that and thought that was so funny because we could have been in one of the most haunted hotels probably in Montana. And yet we got put in like a a little cabin that had been redone and updated and we had it completely to ourselves. And so if he ever listens to this, thank you so much, sir. <laughs> we had a great time in our little cabin and I'm super glad we didn't wake up in the middle of the night to children running around or a lady at the end of the bed because knowing my luck, I would have woken up to the lady and my husband would have been sleeping peacefully and never woke up no matter what. That brings us to the end of episode four, Honeymoon Haunts. Thank you to Ben Sound for our music and thank you to all you listeners. I love and appreciate you all. See you next time on Dead Roses Podcast.